Welcome to the Lost Mystery Podcast with Anton and Evan. I'm Evan, and I've been a Lost fanatic from the beginning. And I'm Anton, experiencing the mysteries for the first time. Join us as we start from the very beginning and make our way to the very end. This is episode 79, where we're discussing something nice back home from season 4 of Lost. Hey. Hey. You're home early. Where's Veronica? I sent her home. Baby's asleep. Good. Why was she here? Sorry? The nanny. She only works till four. I came home at six. I had to run some errands, so I asked her to stay a couple extra hours. What's going on, Jack? Why are you home so early? I went to see her early. Today? Last Friday. Why didn't you tell me I would have gone with you? (laughs) Because he's crazy, Kate. And I didn't want to upset you. Where were you today? You need to figure them out. All right, because I can't have you like this around my son. Your son. You're not even related to him. Hey, sweetie. 
Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 79 of the Lost Mystery Podcast with Anton and Evan. I'm Evan. And I'm Anton. And we're discussing Something Nice Back Home, a Jack, I guess kind of a Jack and Kate-centric mm-hmm. episode in a lot of ways. Um, but uh, kind of, I mean, some cool stuff we learned in the episode, definitely, but not not a big game changer by right. any means, I don't think. Um, the first thing I have is Jack's group. You know, they're mm-hmm. all arguing about why there's no signal and, you know, why they can no longer communicate with a freighter. And Jack tries to boost the morale but ends up falling over and he's not doing too hot at all. Right. Uh, he tries to hide his problem from Juliet, but she ends up discovering that he's having a problem with his appendix. And uh, Rose comments on the fact that Jack is sick even though they're on the island. I thought this was interesting. Mm-hmm. She says people don't get sick here. Here they get better. And uh, Jack refuses to let go and let Juliet do the surgery alone and insists that he be awake so he can walk her through it. I mean, yeah. and that th- that whole part of this episode was really laughable. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just <laughs> how far are they going to go to make us understand that Jack is really controlling yeah, and yeah. isn't willing to let go and, and all this stuff. It was, yeah, that was it actually it was a little weird to me because I couldn't. It almost seemed like Jack suspected like they were some type of um, uh, they would do something that they weren't supposed to. Like I almost it almost uh-huh. made me seem like he was questioning Juliet even at this point. It, you know? Yeah, and it was so, and it makes sense. I think they were trying to reinforce his behavior in the future. You know, with mm, Kate about right. being really controlling and wanting to know what she was doing and being right. in control of what's going on. But it was so out of place. It's like. Jack has been extremely trusting of Juliet yeah. in front of everyone. He stood up with her for her, even when it was really looking terrible mm-hmm. on him. Mm-hmm. And here, you know, he just refuses to trust that she can do the surgery on her own. Yeah. Then he brings in Kate. Yeah. You know, which was, like I said, it just almost seemed like he had some kind of like, I'm afraid she's going to do something uh-huh. type. And, and I, I don't know. It just didn't really make a whole lot of sense. Yeah. That that part of the episode was really confusing to me too. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can tell they're trying to double back from, you know, a couple of episodes ago when Jack kissed Juliet. Right. And they're trying to go back and say, you know, whoa, 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 maybe we need to rethink this. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to instead bring more of a Jack and Kate dynamic yeah. back into things. Definitely. Because, of course, the flash forward, you know. Yeah. But it just, man, it just seems real sloppy in a lot of ways to me. Yeah. And it actually really seemed unfair to Juliet. Uh huh. You know, which. Right. You kind of really like her character and you, you know, you just really, I mean, like I said before, I kind of was excited that Jack and her had this thing possibly going, you know, mm-hmm. but it just really seemed unfair and almost ruthless Yeah, to her. I think so too. Um, be curious to see what other people think of that as well. So, uh, son, Jen, Miles and Charlotte go to the medical station to get instruments for the surgery. Mm-hmm. And, uh, inside Jen notices that Charlotte can understand Korean. Mm-hmm. Uh, she denies it, but he, th- but he then threatens to hurt Daniel if she continues to lie. And so she finally admits it. And he says he wants them to get son onto the helicopter yep. no matter what. Yep. Uh, but I thought that was really cool. It was neat that for whatever reason, 
you know, Charlotte was hiding the fact that she could understand what they were saying. Oh, yeah. And uh, he basically calls her out on it. Yeah, and it also sets up why Sun would be off the island. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, right. oh, okay. You know, why Jen wouldn't be there? Because she even says, well, what about you? You know, what about, what a, you know, don't you want, he goes, don't worry about me. Just get my uh-huh. wife off his island. Right. You know. So Jack goes under the knife but refuses to be put out. Eventually the pain becomes too great and Bernard goes ahead and knocks him out. And Jack comes through the surgery fine, all is well. It was basically a, an emergency for no reason, I think. Yeah. It was just like they were trying to create some kind of tension on the island. To like, okay, so what if, just hear me out, guys. You know, yeah, Jack's yeah. appendix is about to burst and Juliet has to save him, you know. <laughs> and it's just like, it's over, you know, in, one, in the course of one episode. And what's really frustrating is like two episodes ago, they start setting up that Jack is not feeling too hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all an appendix. Yeah, and it's yeah. just it all comes to this, and it's over. You know, less than halfway through the episode. Yeah. So, it was, uh, yeah. It was to say it was it was kind of interesting because even during the surgery part of it, when it became like this, you know, he's yelling out for Kate. I'm mm-hmm. like, what is this deal about? Got going under? You <laughs> yeah. know, you know, it just didn't make. I mean, it didn't make sense. It almost like I said, it seems like he thought. Like I kept thinking, is he think Julia's gonna kill him or something? Yeah. You know, I was like, that was the type of like, you know, emotion he had going into it. But I guess, yeah, I looked at it more from him not trusting her part. But what was there something that we know that that would make him like not want to be put under or something? No, that's the thing. I was like, I mean, it really made me like just think he's questioning whether she's loyal to them. Like maybe mm-hmm. maybe if he goes under, she messes up and he dies. You know, because he, well, she messes up on purpose. Right. You know, I mean, I guess he's kind of seen in in her past her ability to manipulate. Yeah, with Ben. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, you know, maybe maybe that had a little bit weighing on him, too. He's like, oh, I know. Yeah. I know what's going on here. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, good point. So, uh, Juliet tells Kate that Jack kissed her and, and that, you know, it was nice, but it wasn't for her. It was for him. And she's pretty sure that Jack was trying to prove to himself that he doesn't love someone else, of course, meaning Kate. Mm-hmm. And Kate seems very happy. And, you know, Juliet knew Jack was awake the whole time, um, which I thought was kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. So here, let's see. Sawyer, Claire, and Miles. Uh, they're on their way, if we remember, back to Jack's group from Locke's group. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're, um, let's see, they start to hear some communication, or Miles starts to hear some communication from Danielle. And Carl, mm-hmm. uh, you know, post mortem. Yeah, and uh, he starts digging and finds them both buried there in the ground, and uh, which is again, they're just trying to show us his ability to communicate with with dead people. I guess yeah, it's pretty morbid. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. it was it was nasty. Yeah, and so later, Carl or Claire wakes up in the middle of the night, and her dad is holding Aaron. Mm. And the next morning, Sawyer wakes up, and Claire is totally gone vanished yeah. mm-hmm. and miles says she just walked off into the jungle in the middle of the night and she wasn't alone she was with her dad and just then sawyer hears aaron crying mm-hmm. and finds him lying in the middle of the jungle so i want to know where is claire and why would she have just left aaron alone she had such that was such a, a mystery to me i'm like okay this is a woman that is very protective of her son mm-hmm. you know and like for her just to leave him right is just I don't it's know. It's really creepy. It is very creepy. I just, I'm dying to know what it was that convinced her. I mean, even in light of the next episode, which you've already seen. Mm-hmm. No, it's know, still, yeah. Even still, it's like what caused her to be 
like to decide that it was okay to leave him there yeah. and to go on. Yeah, I mean, uh, like I said, you know, I know that she's been such a um, she was so adamant, uh, adamant. Uh, how do you say that? Yeah, adamant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. About like not letting him out of her sight, mm-hmm. you know, you know, and it just for him to be like laying on these leaves right. in the middle of the jungle. I'm going, okay. Yeah. That's that's a little weird, and um, it was kind of crazy also to see um, Sawyer start to like become this. I don't know, this protector. Mm-hmm. You know, he was jumping all over miles, like don't even Oh yeah, that's right. He had his, his restraining order yeah, and all exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah, no doubt. That was kind of out of left field, I thought. Yeah, yeah. I mean it was kinda of cool. I mean, he's uh-huh. kinda of taking that big brother role. Right. You know. Yeah, I def- I definitely like they are they aren't hitting us over the head with it like they kinda of used to. Like I remember in older episodes they would just try to do these really over the top things mm-hmm. to show us how much Sawyer was coming around and yeah. It's now it's like it's more legitimate. Oh, yeah. It feels more honest, like yeah. he really is becoming a different person mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. So in the future, the whole flash forward here, we see Jack getting up for the day and he goes in to see a woman in the shower, which ends up being Kate. Yes. So uh, he and Kate are together in the future and uh, he's reading to Aaron and all that stuff too. Things seem to be really good for them. Mm-hmm. You know, Jack's at the hospital and happens to notice his dad walking through the lobby. Yeah. And just then he gets a call from Hurley's doctor. And I thought we could listen to that scene. Okay. He's refusing to take his meds and he stops sleeping. What about his therapy sessions? Therapy's been rendered useless. And why is that? Because he doesn't think I exist. taking your meds because we're dead all of us all the oceanic six were all dead we never got off that island early that is not true what'd you do today what did i do today i uh i woke up took a shower Kate and I fed the baby. I thought you didn't want anything to do with her. I changed my mind after the trial. Living with Kate, taking care of Aaron, it all seems so perfect, just like heaven. Just because I'm happy doesn't mean that this isn't real, Hurley. I was happy too, Jack, for a while anyway. And I saw Charlie. He likes to sit with me on the bench out on the front lawn. It's pretty cool, actually. Okay. So what did the two of you talk about? Well, yesterday he told me you were going to be coming by. He wanted me to give you a message. A message? made me write it down so I wouldn't mess it up. You're not supposed to raise him, Jack. 
Does that make any sense? No, that doesn't make any sense. You think he means Aaron? Take your meds, Hurley. Just take them. Hey, Jack. Charlie said someone's going to be visiting you, too. Soon. Okay, so Hurley's refusing to take his medicine, mm-hmm. and the doctor says therapy isn't working because he doesn't believe the doctor exists. Mm-hmm. So this is like a whole new level of craziness for Hurley, I think. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's a, And it's really kind of sad. It's like Hurley really does seem like over the edge and like, you know, totally without any hope yeah. in this episode, I think. Yeah, I mean, he says, he says that the Oceanic Six are dead, uh-huh. you know, and I just, I don't know, it's like, it is def- definitely this new level of craziness, you know. Yeah. It's yeah, uh, you know. It does. I going back to like when he we first saw him in, in, in the institution mm-hmm. in season one. Uh, I think it was season one. Um, it was like I'm still not sure. Did we find out why he was there? Uh, well, they told us that it was because he was went to that party and he walked oh, out yeah. of the deck. And yeah, all that. yeah, yeah. That's right. It was so anticlimactic yeah. <laughs> yeah. that I forgot. But. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, it's like, okay, that was like a little, oh, yeah, you're depressed, come in here. But this is like yeah. full-on crazy, yeah. you know, or, or full-on like sane. Yeah. And everybody else is everybody crazy. Everybody else thinks he's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I right. have, you know, at this point, I don't know. But right. he definitely has some uh, valid uh, points, especially, you know, about what he's t- talking to Charlie about, you know, mm-hmm. that he, you know, Jack's not supposed to be raising Aaron. Yeah. I mean, I mean, obviously you saw Jack's response was like totally freaked out. You know, mm-hmm. and he knew right then and there that that Hurley wasn't as crazy as everybody was making him out to be. Yeah, yeah, and I kind of got the sense like that Hurley didn't know that Jack was with Kate. Oh, yeah. and raising Aaron until Jack told him. Right. Which makes the fact that he pulls out that note from Charlie out of the drawer or later on. Oh yeah. And says oh, you're not supposed to raise him. You know, it's like that came from somewhere. Yeah. Then he goes, know? maybe you think maybe you could be talking about Aaron. Yeah. And then he's like, Whoa, I'm sure the chills just went from uh-huh. feet to like top of his head, you know? Yeah. And then, and then he says he's going to be getting a visitor. Okay. Yep. That scares me to death. Yep. Yeah. You know? No doubt. I am a bit confused though, at this point on the Christian shepherd thing. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Because we did, um, in a, pr- a previous episode, they're referencing Christian Shepherd as if he's still alive. Mm-hmm. And we talked about that, right? And, then, and the it was at the season finale for season three. Yeah, whenever he's talking about you know go get my father, and if, if I'm drunker than he is, yeah, you know, all that stuff. And that was a flash forward, obviously, mm-hmm. because we knew that he was already screwed up out of his mind. Right. And then now we're seeing Christian Shepherd and hearing about Christian Shepherd as a dead guy. Yeah, it is confusing. I mean, I kind of for the most part assumed that in the season three finale that it was just kind of Jack being really screwed up and crazy, you know, that he was making references to his father, like he was still alive Mm. uh, because like, it seemed to be one of the things that tipped everybody else off to that there might be something wrong. It's like, well, he's talking about his dad. So there's, there's something going on here. Right. Yeah. And that's, I mean, honestly now, you know, I mean, I think that's what we have to rack it up to is that, Okay, this is the first episode that we see 
that he has an encounter with, you know, his dad, mm-hmm. you know, uh, outside of the uh, island. Right. And maybe he goes so crazy enough that he starts believing he's alive. Right. You know, seeing him all the time, talking to him, he's like, oh, yeah, my dad's alive. You go talk oh, to him. Oh, yeah, you're right. Because, it, I mean, obviously the stuff we saw in the season three finale comes after sure. what we're seeing in this episode. Yeah. So, yeah, the timeline. And I was kind of confused with the timeline when I first saw these episodes, mm. too. It's like, okay, like... Because they hadn't really done this much before, right. where they played around with with timelines and stuff, but now it looks like um, all of this stuff we're seeing right now in this episode happened just after Kate's trial. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then all of the stuff we saw in the season three finale happens after this. Right. We don't know how much further into the future. But it definitely sets all that up. Right. You know, sets up why Jack goes crazy. Why, you right. know, and, and and what's crazy about it is he is. Of an even worse version of Hurley. Yeah. You know, I right. mean, but yet he's seen dead people or whatever, and, mm-hmm. and so is Hurley. And it's like, even Hurley believes that you know, Charlie is, in some sense, alive or not dead. You know, right. there's a difference. But yeah, that's a good point. It's like Jack comes to the same, except, you know, kind of um, conclusion later mm-hmm. on. It's like at first, it's like, what the heck? Why am I seeing my dad right. here, you know, off this island? Later, it's like, okay, he's really there. I don't know why, but he is. Right. And, you know, maybe just that combined with how screwed up he is on mm-hmm. the drugs, it's kind of like he becomes a normal part of his life yeah. again in yeah. a weird way. Exactly. So Hurley says we never got off that island. You already mentioned that mm-hmm. you know, they're all dead. He thinks they're all dead, um, which is a um, pretty crazy idea to think of. Oh, like, yeah. The fact that, you know, if, if they never got off the island, they all died. And what we're seeing is like some kind of afterlife mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, he goes, things are pretty good he goes, for you, aren't they? You know, and, mm-hmm. and then he goes, they were for me too. Yeah. Yeah, at first, you mm-hmm. know. And it's like, you know, they were living some sense of like heaven, yeah. you know, at first. And then as that starts to actually unfold, it <laughs> turns into a sense of hell. Uh-huh. And I, that's what is so confusing to me right now is like, what explanation could there possibly be for why they're both seeing people that are supposed to be dead? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And other people are seeing them too. I mean, at least in Hurley's case, Mm -hmm. the other inmate or not inmate, what's the word? Um, the other patient at the hospital actually told him, you know, there's a guy over there looking Mm -hmm. at you when Charlie Mm -hmm. came to visit him. Exactly. So it's like P other people are seeing them as well. Right. And yeah, yeah. It's just, yeah, definitely sets up a whole different, uh, experience a mystery that's mm-hmm. for sure so jack says he changed his mind about being around aaron after the trial which we kind of mentioned mm-hmm. that already hurley says that it, jack's life seems so perfect like heaven like we said mm-hmm. and um let's see here yeah i was happy too for a while then i saw charlie so seeing charlie is what kind of turned everything around yeah. for hurley and he said yesterday he told me that you're going to be coming by and he wanted me to give you a message you're not supposed to raise him jack you know, does that make any sense? Do you think he means Aaron? And, uh, yeah, of course, Charlie says someone is going to be visiting you, too, and very soon. Yeah, yeah. I can <laughs> assume that is Christian. You know, it's my right. assumption, you know, obviously. Yeah, yeah, right, because he's been seeing glimpses mm-hmm, of him. Mm-hmm. It just makes sense. Eventually, there's a conversation going to happen there. I'm excited to actually hear that conversation. Yeah, no doubt. I, I want to know what the heck's going on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, uh he then goes home and talks to Kate and he's looking for some reassurance that he's, you know, cut out for mm-hmm. raising Aaron and wants, you know, her to kind of make him feel better. 
And he then asks her to marry him, mm-hmm. and she accepts. Now, what's so tragic is, in light of knowing what happens at the end of season three, yep. it's like something's going to go down. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, I guess, I mean, but at this point, I had to assume that what Hurley has said about what Charlie has said, mm-hmm. or, and probably in whatever Christian's going to say, is going to make him believe that he cannot be with Kate or can't be mm-hmm. with Aaron, which in return makes him not be able to be with Kate. Yeah. You know, and, and that that's enough to drive him mad. Yeah, and plus too, I mean they, they had that scene back whenever, you know, Jack was getting married to Sarah mm-hmm. where Christian actually had that conversation with him about, you know, basically it almost seemed like he was trying to talk him out of marrying yeah. him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yep. So later he's at work late one night. He goes into the lobby to investigate a smoke detector and he's fixing it and hears a loud jack out of the mm, <laughs> Gosh. Scared the crap out of me the first time. I thought it was going to happen. He was like getting the light out and he was going to uh-huh. fall or something, you know, because uh-huh. I, I totally would have died <laughs> right then and there. <laughs> that was so scary. Yeah. And that's his father, you know, but after being interrupted by another doctor, he looks back and he's gone. Mm-hmm. And he then asks the doctor to write a prescription to help him sleep, and she agrees. He yep. gets home, takes some of his new pills, and with a nice bottle of beer, and I think <sighs> pill-popping Jack begins. Pill-popping Jack with alcoholism <laughs> is in full yeah. effect. Yeah. Man, it's it, it's so depressing because, like, he could have been so close to, to kind of keeping this thing under control mm-hmm. and, and keeping things on track. And, like, this is the point where he kind of veered off track really badly. But, it, I mean, not to, like, get off on a side note here, but isn't it kind of crazy to think about everybody's habit starts something like that? Uh-huh. You know, even like the worst habit you can think of, you know, it's that first time yeah. that seems like, oh, yeah, I'm just doing what I'm, you know, just yeah. trying this for the first time or having a little mm-hmm. bit of fun or just getting some sleep, and then it turns into this snowballs and this awful, right. awful thing. Yeah, it's that one decision to go ahead yeah. and just give in that one time, right? and then it just, yeah, it goes totally it's, out of it's, control. It's crazy to be able, like, experience it, like, in reverse. Yeah. You've seen his out-of-control life, and then you see the first time him taking those pills, you're going, uh-huh. oh, my gosh, no, don't do it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, yeah, I mean... Jack's character is, is so interesting in that regard. I think it did add a lot of complexity and interest to his character mm-hmm. because if he was just, you know, hero Jack all the time, he wouldn't be very interesting. Yeah, yeah. So, but it's a it's a nice change of pace for a little while. Well, hopefully things improve yeah, a little bit, though. for sure. So, um, you know, he gets home, and um, later on, and Kate, you know, or wait a minute, later Kate gets home, and Jack's sitting there drinking and seems really messed up, and He's questioning her about where she was, et cetera. And we saw, heard that clip at the beginning. Yeah. He says he went to see Hurley last Friday and he didn't tell her because he's crazy and he didn't want to upset her. And um, he asked her where she was today and she just says, you know, I'm going to ask you to trust me and just let it go. Yeah. And he won't let it go. He just keeps asking over and over again. Again, you know, really controlling over the situation. Right. And she was, you know, she says she was doing something for him, for Sawyer. Right. And uh, Jack says he made his choice. He decided to stay. I'm the one who saved you. So this is the first mention we have of, you know, people being left behind because they decided to stay mm-hmm. and they didn't want to leave, basically. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Then, you know, he says, I'm the one that saved you, Kate, mm-hmm. you know. and But, like, obviously, I think that what Kate was doing was contacting um, Sawyer's daughter. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that makes the most sense, uh, which I didn't really see why Kate would be had to be so secret, except for it was kind of a secret from Sawyer to, you know, not not to tell, mm-hmm. you know, I'm assuming that's what he asked her to do. Get a hold of her, tell her, you know, I love her. I'm sorry. I haven't been there. Those type of conversation, mm-hmm. right. you know, who did Kate? When Jack came in the first time and she was on the phone, she said, I can meet with you. He, Jack won't be home until da 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 da. Right. But he, she said the name of the person she was talking to, but I don't remember who she, she did. said it was. I didn't hear the name. I was wondering if she had said somebody that we would know or not. But yeah, I see. So you think it's like Sawyer asked her to go see his daughter mm-hmm. and tell her he, he loves her or, or whatever, yeah. something like that. Mm-hmm. See, I never made that conclusion at all. Yeah, really? No, I yeah. didn't. <laughs> Not at all. I'm, I was like, what the heck would Sawyer have asked her to do for him? Yeah, that's the only thing I can think of is like, you know, for him, her to make that connection back mm-hmm. for him. And it's the only thing he has back here. You yeah. know, you know, right. it's like everything else. Like you said, what are you going, what do you, what, what would I leave for? I have right. nothing, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So that's the only thing I could think of. And then if it were something like that, why Kate couldn't say, look, you know, Sawyer had... You know, I, he did, didn't want to say anything, but he had his daughter, and I was supposed to. But instead, it made it seem very suspicious. Yeah. You know, don't ask me. You know, I'm like, what yeah. the heck? You and know? that's what's real rough. I mean, I don't know, really know which side to be on on that. It's like, you know, she could have made things much less complicated. She'd just say, okay, Sawyer wouldn't want you to know this, but, you know, and to give him at least enough a information to yeah. keep him, you know, from being really suspicious just about a what she's bit. doing. Right. You know? But, yeah, that didn't work. No. So uh, she says, if you have problems, you need to figure them out because I can't have you like this around my son. And of course, Jack flies off the handle and, you know, you're not even related to him, you know, that kind of thing. Which when he said that, I was like, does he know that he is now? Right. Yeah. Because it, it almost did seem like there yeah. was a stress on you're not even yeah. related to him kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, like, probably if I'm having that conversation, like we have nothing, you know, we're not even related to him. We're nothing to that, you know. Right. Instead, he says you are not, uh-huh. you know. Yeah. I don't know. There's still a lot of stuff we don't know, so who in the heck knows what's going on? I, I automatically thought forward, well, backwards, but forward, you know, in a timeline of this. But when they were talking at the airport, um, mm-hmm. you know, Kate and Jack, um, well, the runway, should I say, you know, it, that when she says, I have to get back, he'll be wondering where I'm at. She's mm-hmm. obviously talking about Aaron. You know, mm-hmm. at that point now, it, back then, well, I thought she had some other guy at the, right. you know, that Sawyer possibly, but she's, you know, she's probably, I assume now she's talking about Aaron and it just makes that situation seem so much just more awful because the, the thing that's keeping them apart is Aaron, you know, it's like, she can't do anything about that. He probably can't do anything about that, but they both still love each other. Right. You know, and that airport meeting seems completely different now mm-hmm. yeah totally different life yeah. it's like there's it almost when we first saw that scene it felt like they hadn't seen each other in maybe years yeah yeah and it's like they were getting back together you know to talk even though kate didn't want anything to do mm-hmm. with him and now it's like totally different situation yeah. yeah and then he says kate we have to go back you know now i'm like frick he wants to go back because he wants his life back yeah you know, I mean, he wants, and and Kate, you know, she's like against it, probably because she has this new life, and she has Aaron, mm-hmm. you know? Right. Yeah, and she's got something positive, mm-hmm. you know, that, that makes her enjoy where she, the mm-hmm. situations he's in. Jack's yeah. lost everything. Yeah. And it's like, the only hope he has is going back to the island and trying to fix everything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
So, um, anything else from this episode? No. Um, the, oh, well, this is the episode that um, Lapidus uh, pops out and says the soldiers are coming back and hides Sawyer in the, in the... Oh, that's right. Which was kind of interesting yeah. to me. Yeah, like Lapidus is clearly, you know, not on the side of the bad guys. Definitely. You can see the difference there going mm-hmm. from what Ben had said. There is some good people on that boat and there's some bad people. Once again, you're sitting there going, okay, is Ben... Is he cool or is he yeah. bad? You know, because it's like yeah. he didn't know there was good people on that boat and he didn't want anything to happen to them. Right. You know? Yep. It's it, back and forth. I mean, yeah. who knows what the heck from one episode to the next, what Ben's doing right. and what side he's on. Right. Well, we had a good comment here in the, from the forums. Nathaniel Starr writes, not much to say about this episode. I remember thinking it was only slightly better than the other woman. At least I, it wasn't contrived and trying to get us to believe things that didn't make perfect sense. This episode did make perfect sense and suited the purpose to show us how Jack and Kate's relationship fell apart. It's one of those episodes that had to be there, but isn't very memorable. Totally agree. That's like mm-hmm. perfect, you know, explanation. What That's kind of what I meant at the beginning of the episode is like we needed to know all the stuff about Jack oh, yeah. and Kate's relationship, about Jack's, you know, trust issues mm-hmm. and having to be in control of the situation. But it's like there's really nothing really answered. No. In this episode at all. I mean, other than the fact that there is an answer to why Jack's crazy. Yeah. You know, I mean. I right. Mean, I, and why things were so terrible between them and season yeah. three finale. Yeah. Which, I mean, honestly gives me a sense of, I mean, it's awful, but it gives me a, a sense of like, um, I don't know, just, it gives me a little knowledge, should I say, and just I kind of go, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, before I was going, what the heck? You know, you made the comment, what's so bad that they... They, they're not together anymore and they yeah. can't talk. You know, what What happened? You know, so. Yeah. Well, on Sunday, we'll be discussing Cabin Fever, which is a lock-centric episode. And it's actually part one of a three-part, I guess it's more of a two-part finale. Um, but, yeah, three separate episodes, three 45-minute chunks uh, that make up the whole finale. But we'll be covering that as its own episode. And then the last two parts we'll be covering as one longer episode. Right. So until then, we hope you all have a great day, and we will talk to you later. Thanks for listening to the Lost Mystery Podcast with Anton and Evan. New episodes are released every Sunday, Wednesday, and Friday morning at 7 o'clock a.m. Eastern Standard Time. In the meantime, if you haven't already, you can sign up and become part of our community at lostmysterypodcast.com. Email us your questions or comments to info at lostmysterypodcast.com. And please call our listener line at 765-439-4190 with your name, where you're calling from, and also let us know whether or not you'd like your comments to be used on an upcoming episode.